And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. Today, our guest is Fabian Ojeda. He has a podcast called The Ignorance is Strength. It's a really awesome podcast I got a chance to be a guest on. Fabian, welcome to the show. Definitely glad to be here. Yeah, hey man, it's exciting to have you on. I had a chance to be on your show um, and we talked a little bit about success and things like that. But I wanted to give my audience a chance to hear from you and kind of figure out, you know, why you do what you do. You started this about the same time I did due to COVID and kind of just needing something to do. Can you talk a little bit about why you started podcasting? Yeah, you know, um, same same reason you mentioned is that, uh, you know, COVID is kind of like, uh, I mean, I think a lot of people discover a lot of new skills and talents and everything uh, during that, you know, those, those, especially those early months, right? Um, and so I was just trying to find a passion project to keep me, you know, keep me sane. You know, it's, it's uh, it's tough just kind of sitting there doing nothing for, for, um, you know, days at a time, weeks at a time and whatnot. Um, and I listened to, you know, quite a few podcasts. Um, and I'm like, I think I can do that. You know, it's like, I've always been, been, um, you know, one to, to, you know, hold court. Like if you're, if you got like a whole bunch of, uh, people at a bar or whatnot. I, I could be the life of the party, you know. I could be the storyteller, and so I thought, you know, a, a podcast would be easy enough, you know. And um, I didn't think too much about it, you know. I knew a little bit about music already and 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 recording and whatnot, so I just kind of jumped in and did it, you know. Um, if I thought if I thought about it too much, then I was just going to probably overthink it and you know maybe uh, not not do it, but. Um, I remember it was like from one week to another, it was like, ah, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, I created the, the social media pages, um, started booking guests, which the first ones were just like, Hey, you know, let's interview my cousin, my friend, my, my brother, you know, just people that are, that are easy, you know, uh, safe interviews is what I called them. Um, and you know, it, from there, you know, it got a decent amount of people to listen. Um, and I thought, man, let me just keep just keep doing this and see, you know, how many people I can, I can get on how many different stories I can start telling. And it's just fun. You know, to, to me, that's the biggest thing is that if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. You know, well, yeah. if it ever stops being fun, I'm just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw in the towel and be like, yeah, I've had enough, <laughs> but it's been, it's, but it's been fun ever since. Yeah. So your show is called ignorance is strength. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Why you named it that and kind of a little bit of your background in that? Okay, so it's it's kind of you know um, it, it's 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 a it's a weird tie into a couple of things, right? Um, the you know the the uh, the song that the intro song and the outro song, um, it's a song I wrote in 2004 when I was uh, just like in high school, right out of high school. That's the year I graduated. I was a senior, and uh, I had just read you know uh, uh, 1984 the book, and and uh, that's one of the one that's that's one of the lines in there is ignorance is strength it always kind of stuck with me right and so i i made a song uh by that title um, and i was and i thought to myself i'm like man i'm gonna get this you know on something one day i'm like if i don't get it uh, um out there like as a a song on the radio i'm at least gonna put it like as a the title track to something you know and so i'm like without without even thinking about it i'm like i already know what my you know what the song's gonna be for the podcast you know and um, also, I mean, it makes sense because a lot of the topics I talk about are things that you wouldn't typically 
know about. You know, the first episode was about uh, using steroids, right? And my cousin is a steroid user, and he's not shy about it. Right. You know, and a lot of people want to know about that. You know, I've interviewed uh, pro wrestlers, uh, you know, actors, musicians, stuff like that. I, inter- I I really wanted to interview, you know, someone who did OnlyFans because you you got to think like what's going on in their head, you know, like. Right. Uh, and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it, the less I know about a, about a subject, the less the audience knows, in my opinion, the better, because they get to learn a little something. So that's where it all comes from. And what, what made you interested in wanting to interview people? You know, I know that it is, is it something that you gain something from as well? I mean, you, you, I, I believe you were in kind of like an educational, um, background, right? You worked in a school or. Yeah. So, I mean. You know, the only two jobs I've ever had was uh, as a as like a bouncer bodyguard and as a as an educator, you know, um, and in both you kind of just you meet people and you have random conversations, you know, um, and um, I think the reason I wanted to talk, talk to people as opposed to have just like a, a podcast where I review things or sit down with one co-host and talk about different subjects on a weekly basis, because um, I I always like to learn something new, you know. Um, I, I mean, it, this, uh, podcast is not educator friendly. I wouldn't share it with people at work. <laughs> you know, we talk about a lot of stupid, silly things, but, um, it's, it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lifelong learner, you know, like I, like I said, I want to learn about things that are new, even if they're, they're, you know, they're kind of silly or, or weird, you know, um, I, if I ever have to argue about something, I'll be like, Hey, I learned that from, you know, I learned that from Wes, right. Or I learned that from the OnlyFans girl or whatever, like, you know, and they have direct experience doing what what they do so they can, they can share, you know, for a uh, first-hand experience as opposed to me Googling something, you know, right. I always hate when people say, do your research. And then all <laughs> they do is hop on, on Google. It's like, well, that's not research, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I just like talking to people, getting, you know, information directly from them. And, and I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a weird social person where, I'm not like the bubbly type that's like uh, overly friendly in, in person and whatnot, but I, I like to connect on a one-on-one level with people. And I think I do that pretty well. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't, even if the, the person has an opinion I don't agree with, I'm not going to make them feel uncomfortable to the point where they can't share. I'm going to let them share. You know, I, I had one person who I thought was uh, straight out crazy and I'm like, I'm not going to let this lady know that she's crazy, but I'm just <laughs> going to let her rant and, and people are going to understand that she's crazy and, uh, but she's still going to be comfortable sharing. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm at with that. Well, that's a big issue that we have today anyway. I think we all know that, but we need to be, I, I've always felt like we need to be more open about sharing things with people. It shouldn't matter that I have a different opinion than you, or you have a different opinion than me. We should be able to still interact with each other unless someone is like completely nuts <laughs> There's not a whole lot you can do about it, but just because, you know, I'll use Trump and Biden, for example, just because someone likes Trump or someone likes Biden doesn't mean that they're not a good person. It just means that they have a different opinion than you. And I think today we just we just go towards, oh, they have a different opinion than me. I'm not with them. I'm not hanging out with them. I'm out. And and we got to figure that out. That's kind of a stick I use in um, every 10 episodes. I have what I call the shit show. Um, and it's, um, Ooh, I don't know if I could, if you're I could fine. say that on here. I, you're uh, cool. I'm going to ask you some questions about that too. So go for it. Just talk, <laughs> talk a little bit about that. 
so every yeah every ten episodes I have uh, you know my closest high school friends on and uh, we we have what we call the shit show and we just kind of throw a bunch of random topics together. I mean, some of the early ones were obviously because the only people listening at the time were people that we knew. So we talked about our, our, our high school hijinks a little bit. Um, just funny little stories. But now you know we throw in a lot of like uh, what's going on in 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 popular culture or or in or, or in politics, you know. And so one of our friends is, is, is like super conservative and we kind of use that as a stick, like where, you know, we, we, we pick on him a little bit, even though a lot of, probably most of us are more conservative than, than, than not, you know, but we really kind of throw uh, all of the, you know, the typical uh, conservative, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, insults at him or whatever, right. like, you know, go get your tiki torch or whatever, things like that. And, um, it, it's just funny to laugh at it. You know, like, I don't think, like you said, we need to like learn to get along with people who have differing opinions. And I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. I like to, I don't even like to, to, to look at it. Like, like most people do. They look at, at politics, like a damn football team. Like you have to pick one side or the other. Right. You have to tailgate for your team. You have to be a diehard fan. To me, it's just like, I'm paying attention to what, um, makes sense to me. You know, I pick and choose what I want from, from each side or from the middle, you know, it's not about picking one side because it's never going to help anybody. Right. You know, I think the, the worst thing that, 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 uh, is present in politics is this whole, you know, uh, this whole, you know, you have to pick one side, right. you know, and, and that, that's, that's always going to divide people. I, I kind of wish that and everything we voted on was like, uh, like secret. You wouldn't know whether it's red or blue, you know? Right. Blind, blind. Uh, yep. Like you can't see it. Like yeah, you walk just, in there to ballot and you have no clue what they are. Just this person stands for this. This person stands for that. Do you agree with this or right. do you agree with that? And there you go. And just yeah. in plain words, you know, this is what the policy is. There's no blue or red attached to it. Right. So you mentioned that you call that the shit show. And one of the things that I noticed about, about you in the beginning, like when, when I did your podcast and listening to it a couple of times, you're like, my name is Fabian Ojeda and I don't know shit. Where does this come from? You know, I mean, you also have an in tagline, which I mean, I'll let you say that if you want, but it's, it's one of those things. It's like, where did that come from? Cause you said, this is my thing. This is, is what you told me when you interviewed me is like, just, you know, I'm going to say my thing, you know, and why, uh, why, why do you do that? What's, what's up with that? I, first of all, I think it's funny. You know, most of the thing, most of the things I do is just because I think it's funny, but, um, I don't know shit. It's true. You know, like I'm not, I'm not coming into anything with an ego about it. You know, um, if, if, if I'm talking to somebody and I'm, I'm um, you know, kind of making them the expert of the, of the subject, it's because I give them that respect. It's like, you know what you're talking about? I don't. I'm going to take a back seat. I'm going to ask the questions. You know, I'm going to try to gain knowledge from what you're talking about. Right. So when I say every episode starts that way, you know, I'm, I'm Fabian Ojeda and I don't know shit. Right. Um, that's that's the truth. I mean, I'm, I'm I think it's a you know, it's me being humble, but funny at the same time. But. I mean, it's, it's the truth. And, and <laughs> at the end, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned I have a little tagline at the end. Uh, I end up every episode with, uh, for those of you listening at home, I appreciate it. Thank you. Fuck you. And good night. Um, <laughs> again, that gets a chuckle out of people. There was only one person who kind of took offense to it once. And, and you could hear it at the end of the episode. And I, I kept it in, you know, um, uh-huh. and she goes, wait, what? She, she goes like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh, that's, that's gold, you know? So yeah. I kept it and I, I, I explained afterwards, like, hey, it's just a tagline. I didn't mean it towards you. And she understood. But, uh, you know, that comes from uh, I used to do 
and and this kind of like it, it shows you that I was maybe always on a path to to doing some sort of you know podcast or something like that. Is that I used to do like uh, nightly rants on Facebook wh- wh- back when it was a little more active, you know. Right. Um. And then and it wasn't anything like like super serious, you know. Sometimes I would just play devil's advocate to a, a to a topic that was out there in the news. And and take the other side, you know. Everybody's picking one side. I take the other side, um, and it would probably be a, each each night about maybe four to five paragraphs worth of an argument, um, and uh, people really enjoyed it. You know, they were asking for it. like if I missed a day because I had to work um, at night or something like that, uh, they'd be like, "Hey, what happened to you? You know, your your you know your thought of the night. Why didn't why didn't you post that up?" Um, but I would end each one of them with uh, you know that same tagline like thank you fuck you and good night and everybody enjoyed it and so when people were like oh you're gonna start a podcast you need to have your same tagline at the end (laughs) done i can do that yeah 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 and it's always interesting to hear it i'm just like oh he had this great interview blah 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 and then wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what though i find it really hard with the nice like older people yeah i'm like and i had to tell them ahead like hey you know I'm, i'm gonna say this like please don't respond to it. Like it's something bad. <laughs> right. You know, but most people just get a laugh out of it. So podcasting is your kind of, you do that for fun on the weekends or whenever you get a chance. What do you do during the week? What, what's your, what do you do when you're not podcasting? Yeah. I mean, um, podcasting, I, I you know, I, I, I hate to kind of put it as like, not, I mean, it's not like it's not important. I do it consistently. Right. You know, I, I do, I, I do record a, you know, a new episode every week and, it, again, it's a lot of fun. It's a hobby, you know, but during the week, yeah, I, um, I do work with a nonprofit. I just actually changed positions. I used to work directly with students, um, and you know, after school programming and everything like that. Um, but now I'm, uh, uh, like a trainer for the whole agency. So, um, you know, it's, it's like a home office position. Um, and it, it it's imp- something that's important to me because, you know, I've always been that again, that's always been, you know, the line of work that I've been in either some sort of security just cause I'm a big, you know, I'm, I'm a big dude who, you know, knows how to wrestle and everything. And, uh, but that's never been a career, you know, it's just kind of like, Hey, make some, make some extra side money kind of thing. Um, but I do believe in, in, you know, uh, in education and, and, um, I think I like to have my hand in it just because I feel that it's going the wrong way. <laughs> and I think, right. uh, we talked about that on my podcast, right? Yeah, we did. And, and, uh, you know, you, you can either like bitch about things blindly or you can get in there and really try to, you know, uh, make a difference and, 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 you know, do, th- do things to help out, you know? And so I've always kind of been the person that's like, if I'm not going to do anything about it, I don't have the right to say anything about it, you know, but if I'm in there in the middle of, of, of it all, you know, I, I kind of have a little bit of a say. Yeah. And I know that I, I think we talked about this, but I was a teacher. I taught for four years. You know, I have two degrees and I just wasn't for me. I just couldn't, I couldn't get through that change in what's going on in the education system and how there was, and especially in the school district I was in, there was a lot of, there was no one backing you in whatever you did. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason why I wanted to get into teaching was primarily because I had coaches and teachers that made a big difference in my life. Did you have someone like that? You know, because I know you mentioned before that you wrestled. Did you have someone in wrestling, your wrestling coach, or a teacher that made a difference yeah. that made you want to get into that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, the all my 
I had two uh, two wrestling coaches in high school, and then I, I had a you know a wrestling coach in college. Um, all of them made me want to get into some sort of you know giving back because, um, especially my 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 high school coaches, you know, they would always uh, bring former athletes on to help the program, help it grow, um, and that you know was something important to me is like if if people are giving back so that I can you know enjoy this program and so that I can uh have the ability to do something that I, that that I want to do like I, I can do the same thing I can give back you know while I was going to to college and working and all that stuff I was an assistant coach for for the wrestling program that I I came from in in, in high school you know and at the same time I was competitive as a college a wrestler you know so I've always I've always kind of um had that ingrained in me like you got you got to give back to you know who built you right and um i actually didn't even ever think that i would work in you know a school or with or with students other than wrestling but you know once that started to kind of uh once you again once you have to make a little bit of money you're right you know you're like okay I, I need to get paid what can i do so i'm uh i i looked up the local after school program like I think I can give it a shot, but I don't want to work with kids. Right. right. But then I found out like, Hey, you know, this is, this is pretty, you know, this is pretty rewarding. I mean, it's hard work, you know, and I'm pretty good at it, you know? And so then that's, I stuck with it. Um, and, and, you know, I think I just learned to kind of hone my craft and, you know, um, once you start seeing kids that you work with graduating college and whatnot, it's, it's, it's super rewarding, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I'm sure, you know, you mentioned that you didn't want to work with kids at first. You know, my, my thing with me with teaching was I told myself, I'm not going to be, I'm either going to be an elementary school teacher or a high school teacher. That was where I was going to be. I started out right in the middle at middle school where I did not want to be. And then realized, realized later on that middle school wasn't actually that bad. I wouldn't mind going back to teaching that after I taught high school, but you always think that those kids start to get to the point when you work with them that they see you, that they want to be around you, that they want to have a conversation with you. But, you know, the biggest thing for me was there's so many kids that were kind of the other way, you know, it's, you got a lot of those ones that you can make a difference in. And I think maybe that was the same way it was with me in school. I just felt like he, my coaches were making a difference in more people's lives than just mine. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you always, you're always happy to do that though. And and you get to, I, I had a, the conversation with one of the kids that I went to uh, or that I coached my first year as, as a head baseball coach at the school at, at, for the high school team. And he's in the army now. And I got to talk to him the other day and he told me that I was one of the best coaches he ever had. And I just like, I almost started crying. I mean, it's so crazy yeah. to have that feeling when you make that difference in someone's life. And that's exactly what I was trying to do. So um, I feel like this gives us an opportunity to be able to do that as well in a different way though. Cause now we get to talk to adults or we get to talk to kids or we get to just, you know, make a difference in someone's life by sharing a story that, you know, you're happy with what you do, no matter what that is. And I think it's great that, you know, you're willing to work at a nonprofit, you're helping with these after school programs, and then you're sharing your story on, on your podcast. Do any of the kids that you work with know that you have a podcast and listen to it? They won't, they won't be able to find it. You know, no. um, I, I, I make sure that, you know, I don't share certain things. I share, you know, what I want to share with, with students. And this is one of the things I train on is that in order to build a relationship with, with, with students, you have to be open and sharing, but to a limit, to a point, you know, you can't, yeah. you, you can't give them everything. Um, 
I think some of the former students that like follow me on Instagram and whatnot, um, they're, they're they've listened to the podcast and <laughs> it's very shocking to them because they're like, I didn't know you cussed, Mister O. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that, and and, and you know, that's the, that's the thing I would tell them in in in, in their, when there were students in high school. It's like, you know, if if I caught them cussing, it's like I corrected them and stuff. Oh, you don't cuss, Mister O. I'd be like. I guarantee you I have a worse mouth than all of you. Right. But you'll never you'll never hear that here on campus. Right. And some of them some of them didn't believe it until, you know, uh they they thought I was like this uh this 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 uh guy with the with the with the mouth of a saint and then you know all, and all of a sudden they hear the podcast and it's like, oh man, what's going on here? Right. But I find that funny because it's like, hey, you know, we're we're on the same level now, you know, you're you're an adult. Right. You can you can you can listen to all that. Yeah, but I would never share my podcast with the kids, no. Yeah, and I always caught myself every once in a while because I do have a pretty foul mouth, but I'm pretty good at keeping it under wraps when I need to. And I did, you know, every once in a while, I'd be talking to my TA and I'd be like, what the is going on here? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. My dad talks like that all the time. I'm like, yeah, but I shouldn't be saying that in front of you. Right. So but the, other, the other reason, too, you know, wrongly believe that we as educators should not influence any sort of you know morals or values or or political leanings or anything like that and so if they hear me talk about that and they're like oh well i believe that mr o believes that no i want you to form your own opinions right you know i don't want to have anything to do with that because it's not my job to teach that you know and so um um, that's why they ever kind of give me a, a a question like Oh, did you did you vote? I'll be like, yep, but I don't tell them who I voted for. I don't right. tell them what I voted for. You know, I I, I would gladly discuss like what each you know uh, uh, like measure or, or or whatever is about. But I I I I just won't give them you know political advice. Let's say, and I, I think that's super prevalent right now, and it's a problem, oh yeah, you know, it is a big problem. Yeah, I think we both know that. I mean, you can see this all the time. We see all these things that are going on on the news where they're talking about these people who are telling students that they have to think a certain way. And it's it's nuts. It's crazy. And I, I yeah. that you got to be objective about everything. And I don't think that we have that, especially in the education system where, like you said, you sh- your influence shouldn't mean anything to them. They shouldn't be able to tell you oh, you need to go vote this way or you need to go vote that way or this person doesn't care about you and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. That's a choice for them mm-hmm. to make. And discussing, you know, what it is, is one is completely different than telling them that you need to think this way. So we'll, we'll check this out really, really quickly to kind of just put a little cherry on this this part of the subject here. Back when I was, uh, I mean, this is this will tell you, back uh, when, when Bush was still president, right? Um... I had a, a second grade kid tell me like, oh, my teacher said that President Bush turned his back on us. I'm like, how would you know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a second right. grader is already kind of, you know, being fed all this, this, you know, nonsense. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's his, you know, that's his point of view. But how are you going to make a, a, a second grader um, already like, you know, uh, uh, so so cynical and and i don't know man that's just not our place you right know? Exactly. I, I, I that's what that's why i would never yeah i would never spare that part of my life yep that's yeah uh, and it is it's one of those things that we could talk for days about and i just i feel like we are at this place where there's everyone's so offended by everything that no matter what we're not going to be on the right side of anything it doesn't matter 
there's going to be something wrong with whatever you do. The problem is, is now we can't meet in the middle. All we can do is divide ourselves. And it's just so crazy. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, well, you know, I really enjoyed having you on here. Um, I want to be, you know, cognizant of your time. We have one question that we ask every single person, and I feel like you probably have a pretty good definition of this, but how do you shape your success? What does success look like to you? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, you know, it's very simple. Um, and I tell this to people all the time, fail, you know, and it seems like the opposite of what you're asking, but you know, you, you gotta be willing to, to fall on your ass. Right. And, and at the end of the day, you know, when you are successful, you should have a bunch of bruises on your ass from falling so many times, you know, like you don't, you hardly ever hit a hole in one in anything you do in in life. And if you do, Hey, you know, all power to you, but most of us have to, you know, uh, fumble and, 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 and fall a few times before we find anything that works for us. Right. And that's the, that's that, that's that drive that you really can't teach. You know, if you either want it or you don't, you know, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna come to you, uh, like a, like a Christmas gift, you know, not for, not, not from, not for most of us anyway, right. but that's my definition. Yeah. Fail. I love that because failure is a huge part of success. And the, the moment that success does not happen is the moment that you quit trying. And so I think that that's a great definition. Hey, I want to, before we go real quick here, can you tell us where we can find you? Where's the best place to get in contact with Fabian? Yeah. So Facebook and Instagram are at ignorance of strength podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know how to use Twitter too much, but if you want to follow me there, it's, um, at the ignorance pod, um, to listen, you know, I'm all over, you know, Spotify, I think is my favorite one, but Apple podcasts, um, Google podcasts, basically wherever you can find podcasts, I'm on there. Well, Hey man, thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Um, uh- Hopefully everyone will follow you and check out what you got going on. Cause I think you have a good thing going on and, uh, thanks a lot, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. Well, that is the end of the show until next time. I challenge you to find the shape of your success. 